Welcome to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast, a podcast that covers a wide range of topics. So come chill with us on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Here's your host, Mr. Anderson. Welcome, everybody, to episode 77 of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today on the 24th of February, 2022. Dang, episode 77. Man, this thing is rolling, rolling. All right, appreciate everybody for tuning in today. Thank you for you know hanging out with me today on a gym shoe story on a Thursday. Hope everyone had a great Wednesday, a great hump day, the middle of the week, getting back at it, getting after it, doing all those things right, uh, staying like-minded, and just being focused on your task. So appreciate you guys tuning in. So today we're going to talk about, you know, every Thursday is gym shoe stories on a Thursday. So today I'm going to talk about two significant uh, pair of gym shoes, the Air Max 95s and the Air Max 90s. Now you may reference, I spoke about the Air Max 90s back on uh, episode 40, December 9th, 2021. Episode 40, December 9th, 2021. And I spoke about the Air Max 90 was the reason why I decided and I needed uh, to get a job to gain employment because my parents didn't want to buy me these Air Maxes. And I was like, bump that. I want these shoes and I'm going to do what I need to do in a positive manner to purchase the shoes. But again, you can reference that episode, episode 40. And here it goes right here. December 9th, 2021. All right. So again, so we're going to talk about the Air Max 90 and the Air Max 95s. There's a lot of sneaker stories, gym shoe stories involved with those, but I'm going to break them down into four categories. Y'all know I love breaking things down into categories because one reason why it allows you to kind of deep dive and, and take a different approach when you're listening to some of these uh, gym shoe stories and any other topic that I break down. But I, I, I love deep dives. You know, it's all in, in the army. That's all we talked about. Let's do a deep dive. Let's do a deliberate deep dive. Um, so I'm all for that and I will continue to do that. But again, we're talking about the Air Max 90s. Air Maxes have been around since the 80s. Everyone knows the air bubble. They trademarked it. They've embedded the air bubble into shoes, the gym shoes, the basketball shoes, the tennis shoes. And Nike has really uh, catapulted themselves into greatness. And that brand with the Air Max brand, the Jordan brand, and all the basketball shoes, even in the tennis world, Nike has just stomped the competition for lack of better terms. It's just, you know, Godzilla, the competition. And a lot of uh, gym shoe companies, sneaker store, sneaker companies, they, uh, they've tried to latch on and try to, you know, do things they need to do to keep up. But at the end of the day, Nike will always win. Uh, Nike will always win. All right. So again, let's, let's neither here or there. Let's talk about um, the Air Max 90, 1995s and the 1990s. And first, before I even get started with anything, again, I got the four categories. So let's dive into it. I'm going to show you both. I'm going to show you both the shoes. Then I break them down into the categories. So we have here the Air Max 90 as referenced on episode 40, December 9th, right? The Air Max 90, again, is a, a very beautiful silhouette. They've had many colors in these, many silhouettes, many different variations. As you can see here, and I'll talk about it in the history, the designer wanted this airbag, the air bubble, as we call them, uh, to be bigger than previous versions. 
Now, I remember back in the day, not just us Detroiters, but a lot of everyone had the little Nike square. The square tag used to hang off the shoe. People used to put it on the belt loop and hats and everything. As you can see here, Amex. Now, I love this material. It's almost like a screeny material. You know, you can hear it. Got the uppers right here. The Air Max right here. Love that. Love that. They're bright orange. And being a Detroit Tigers fan, this this nested well with the Detroit Tigers colorway. See the back here and all the way around. Again, another phenomenal shoe, as I always say, is, says on these daggone uh, gym shoe stories. Now, let's take you to the Air Max 95. Now, this is not the original color that came out in 1995, right? But you look at the air bubbles. Now, you look at the multiple bubbles that's coming through on the sides, right? The back here, this these little lines right here. Now, I tell a unique story about the Air Max and the reason why the Air Max 95 had these unique lines in them. As you can see here. Now, if you look at the top here, it looks like the like a McDonald's with McDonald's M, right? Very soft. This leather is soft. Another beautiful shoe. Nike, again, when it comes to fashion, Nike creme de la creme, gym shoe fashion. It's hands down. Now, Nike, you know, they've they haven't had the most comfortable shoes back in the day and even now. But the silhouettes are phenomenal. Then you look at the bottoms here. Now, if you look at these Air Maxes, right, the 95s and the 90s, this is a five year difference between the shoes. 1990, 1995. But look at the difference. Look at look at the advancements of technology. Look at the air bubble in 1990. Look at the air bubbles in 1995. Phenomenal shoe. These shoes have historical value with me growing up in Detroit. And these Air Max 95s have historical value with me being in the Marine Corps. This wasn't the original color. The original color was like a lime greenish, as you can see here. I tell you, phenomenal shoes, man. Love them. So let's go ahead and break these jokers down. Let's break these jokers down. All right, so the very number one reason we're going to talk about um, the Nike, we broke it down into categories, right? So the very first thing we talked about, we're going to talk about is history. Now, the history of the Air Max 90s. There's a designer named Tinker Hatfield. Tinker Hatfield has been known. He's designed previous Air Jordans, previous Air Maxes, and other silhouettes under under the Nike umbrella. But his whole thing is he charged himself, Nike charged him to come up with the silhouette that was different from previous Air Maxes. And I want to quote exactly what he said. Tinker Hatfield, this is Tinker Hatfield speaking. I wanted to I wanted to create something to hit the ground running and something that will widen the gap and make a bigger airbag. Again, they call it these airbags. We call them air bubbles. So he wanted to do something different. And if you look at the previous Air Max, in 1989 versus these, you can definitely tell the difference, right? So Tinker Hatfield, again, has hit a home run on a lot of these Nike designs on the Air Jordan lines as well. Phenomenal shoe. Again, the lacing, speed lacing and everything. Great shoe. Great silhouette. Great silhouette. Great summertime shoe, right? And then you look at the 1995 Air Max. They came out of 95. Now, this one was, wasn't designed by Tinker Hatfield. It was designed by one of the lead designers at Nike at the time. His name is Sergio uh, Lonzo. 
And I want to read a, a quote verbatim about the reason why he designed the Air Max 95 to come out with the silhouette the way it did. He said, looking out the window in Beaverton, Overton. So I'm going to read, read it to you like in a uh, voiceover voice. I imagine this is Sergio Alonzo talking. I imagine the water eroding the landscape and unearthing the strata below. Now, the strata is a daggone uh, tubular body of rock, right? So if you really think about it, look at the shoe and think, I'm going to read it again and tell me, can you vision what he was? Can you see what he was envisioning? I imagine the water eroding the landscape and unearthing the strata below. This is the water eroding the landscape. And I'm assuming the air bubbles is the tubular rocks below. You know, you can get you can get so much inspiration just looking out the window, hearing the song. And with him just looking at what was going on outside, looking at the layers coming down, eroding the rocks below. This man came up with one of the best silhouettes. A lot of people will say probably nine out of 10 people that's gym shoe folks, sneaker connoisseurs. They would tell you the Air Max 95, right? It's probably the best Air Max ever. I don't know if it's the best Air Max ever. It's definitely in the top three of all the Air Maxes that ever came out. To me, it's definitely in the top three, right? But again, just the design with the, the hook lacing. Oh, phenomenal now i've worn this shoe i think twice uh and the only reason the reason i got this particular one because it's a michigan silhouette right i missed out on the very first one that came out in 1995 i was a young marine and you know i was wasting money just like all young marines do right so that was number one we talked about the history of the air max 90 and the 95s number two we're going to talk about the specs again now we're looking at this shoe Look at the way the speed, not the speed, but look at the holes here on with the strings, different variations. This is all black, right? You come down, you got your gray, then it migrates into the orange. Now, the orange and the black are the same. The, the colors are different, right? Look at the lacing. You got two extra eyelets in here. I don't think people ever use those. Then you got you got your traditional eyelet that's above the toe box. Again, this material right here. A nice soft leather back in here and look at the same material that's right here is the same here and same here. Look how they nested that black and that orange together. Phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. Traditional Air Max tongue. Nice thick sole. The bottom. Look at that bottom. So we talk about the Air Max 95, right? Look at the difference. Again, this is a five year difference, right? So just imagine. Look at that. The air bubbles right here. And look at these layers. Look at these layers with the Nike logo embedded on the side here, right near on the top of the ankle. Look at that back heel. Phenomenal. Now look at the Air Max tongue from 1995 to 1990. Definitely a difference, right? Look at the way the string design, the eyelets are set up, right? These are more hooks. This style is more traditional. Again, it's a five-year difference. I knocked over my nameplate. Again, phenomenal. Nice, thick tongue. This tongue is a little, little thicker compared to this one. Still phenomenal. So those are some of the, the specs with this shoe.
right? So now let's go ahead and go to number three, nostalgic reasons. So like I talked about in um, episode 40, December 9th, 2021, this one has, you know, nostalgic value with me because 1990 was the year when I, you know, tried to get my first job, my first time being employed. And everyone had this shoe in the summer of 1990. And I wanted this shoe. It was orange. It was fresh. People was rocking it with no show socks. Well, they didn't have, I don't remember no show socks back then, but with ankle socks, wearing it with short sets, flyest shoe in the summer of 1990. One of the flyest shoes in the summer of 1990. And this is the reason why, again, like I stated in that episode, this is the reason why I want the work to purchase the daggone Air Max 90, Air Max 90s. Now, my historical value with this, uh, my nostalgic value with this as well, because it is part of history. 1995, I didn't get a chance, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't get a chance to purchase the Air Max 95s in 1995. Um, I think I went to the field. I went to, on a mission or something. I didn't get a chance to get them because I was stationed in Yuma, Arizona. And once that the footlocker that was in Yuma, that was in Yuma, Arizona, once they got a pair of shoes, they sold them out. They sold out. They would get like 10 pairs, 10 pairs of a Jordan, 10 pairs of, you know, of a Adidas or whatever the shoe shoe was the popular shoe at the time. And once they sold them out, that was it. There was no restocking. There was nothing. You get it. You ain't got it. Good. Go home. Right. So I didn't get a chance to get the original Air Max 95s. But, you know, I have the Air Max 95s and you know what? They're in Michigan colors. So that's a win, win, win. All right. Last one. We're going to talk about comfort. Now, I haven't worn these yet. (laughs) I haven't worn these yet. I bought these in December of 2020, I think. Yep. December 2020. But I know history, these are very comfortable, very soft shoe, very cushioned shoe. Now, these shoes were designed for running. But anybody that knows Nike, the Nike doesn't make does not make the best running shoes. They make the best silhouettes. They make the best stylish looking shoes. But as far as comfort, they don't make the best shoes. But I will tell you this Nike just from history. I know this shoe feels great. Now, the Air Max 95, I've worn these a couple times, and it feels great. A nice, thick Nike sock to go with it. Remember, if you're wearing Nike shoes, you wear Nike socks, right? There's no perpetrating. Um, But this shoe is very comfortable. There's no, it doesn't, you know, hinder any performance. Again, this shoe is designed for running. With me, there's no running in this. This is straight rocking with some shorts or some cargo pants or something, trying to be fly as possible, right? to stick back to those Detroit roots. But again, this shoe is very comfortable as well. Phenomenal. You can feel the cushion, the air bubbles um, down at the bottom. Phenomenal shoe, phenomenal shoe, the Air Max 95. So when you look at the thumbnail, I talked about being the winner. I would tell you both of these, both of these shoes have a special place in my heart. One that I, you know, tried to get a job and buy and one I had a chance to buy, but I was in the field. And once they was released, I didn't get a chance to buy them. But I would tell you, if I'm looking at both silhouettes, you know, I got to go with nostalgic. Both of these are nostalgic. It's a five-year difference. But I got to go with the Air Max 90s for the fact that, again, just growing up in Detroit and watching these cats wear these Air Max 90s, 
and me trying to get a chance, you know, the opportunity to buy these Air Maxes. It was something phenomenal. Right. Again, Air Max 90, Air Max 95. So just to kind of recap what we talked about, we talked about the history of the Air Max 90, the Air Max 95, kind of broke it down, kind of somewhat deep dive into it. The, the influences of the designers and the reasons why they came up with these silhouettes. Uh, we talked about some specifications, the mechanics of the shoe, the eyelets, the, the sole, the air bubbles, the insides, the ankles and everything. Some intimate designs about them as well. Third thing we talked about from the history, historical, that nostalgic feeling again, being in 1990, 1995 and what these shoes meant to me. And lastly, we talked about comfort. One of them I haven't worn yet, but I, I know historically this shoe feels great. And this one I've worn a couple of times and phenomenal feeling. Right. So we talked about being a winner. Again, I got to go with history. I got to go back into the 90s, 1990, that is, and go with go with the Air Max 90. So that's been a quick, a quick, a quick, <laughs> that's been a quick uh, gym shoe story on a Thursday. I thank you guys for tuning in today. I uh, hope everything is, is safe with you guys. And I'm glad that you guys are tuning in, hanging out with me. And appreciate everything. Um, so that concludes Gym Shoe Stories on the Thursday. Tomorrow we'll be back with episode 78 for uh, something fun on the Friday. So definitely looking forward to that. So again, uh, stay tuned, stay locked. All praises due, all the best. See you guys later. Let's say, y'all, say it all together. Trust and believe. <laughs>